0: A bishop a day keeps the devil away. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. If you were able. Lord be with you, and also with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand, one at your left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drank, or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers, are the rulers lorded over them, and the great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated. So that's a good afternoon to you. Good to you. Thank you. Today we continue on Jesus' journey. We have followed this journey from Capernaum, where the disciples were arguing who was the greatest, through Judea, and the encounter with the rich man, and now we're on our way to Jerusalem. It's at this point that James and John come up with what they consider to be a a pretty good idea. They do brainstorming because there's a lot of time to think when you're walking miles from here to there. James says, hey John, you know, there will be 12 seats in heaven for the 12 of us, so let's ask for the best seats in the house. Of course, John agrees, thinking if we don't ask, I'm sure Peter will, or or one of the others, so they call shotgun. You've done that as a kid, haven't you? Or, or your kids have done that. I remember, Saturday was a big day when I was a kid. That was a day uh, we all got to go shopping into town. Naturally, all wanted to sit in the front seat. Of course, that was back in the days of no seat belts, metal dashboards, and no airbags. Remember those, Don? Mm-hmm. But we would call shotgun. And we would argue amongst ourselves about. Who called it first? I called it. No, I did. I called it yesterday. Well, I called it when we got home last week. We'd all fight for the seat of honor. The attitude of being first, or having honor, or the prestige of a title still haunts us today. Who is the greatest? We want the the seats of honor on the right and on the left. We don't like taking the back seat to anyone. You and your luggage are in a line that winds toward the ticket agent at the airport. And then a VIP, or a, a rich person who's paid more money for or something, or someone who knows someone else, gets to go to the front of the line, bypassing all the other schmucks who've been waiting their turn. Maybe there's no line, but you still can't pass because of the rules. Some places of business have this title machine that, this little machine that, uh, that has little tabs with numbers on them that you pull, and, and when they call your number, you get waited on them. You know, I've seen times where someone had number 43. The sign on the wall says, serving number 38. But you're the only customer in the store. But you can't get service until they run through the numbers. 39, 40, 41, and 42. It's frustrating. You're the only customer in the store. Why can't they just wait on you without going through all the numbers? Well, it may take a few seconds, but you will get waited on. James and John don't want to wait either. They go right up to Jesus and say, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Did you hear those two key words? We want. We want. We want you to do for us whatever we ask. And therein lies the problem. They look at Jesus and, and his power and and come up to him whispering some self-serving requests. The disciples are just like us, sneaking around, asking special privileges from God, seeking our own agenda, wanting God to help our team win. Now, we need to understand this passage in this context. The disciples have been stuck on this issue since way back in Mark 9:33. They're getting close to Jerusalem now. Jesus is coming closer to his death, a fact that He reminds them of repeatedly. He's been verbally attacked by the Pharisees, talked about greatness with a child on his lap, and watched the rich ruler turn away. And still, the disciples are whining about who is the greatest. Does that surprise us? Doubt it, we, as current disciples, still play these games of power and prestige. It's all about me. It's all about me. Me. Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. What do we to ask for something? Kids are like that too. You do something for me. Come to think of it, I know some adults who ask, like that, <laughs> who ask like that as well. Many of you are parents and I hope that you know better than to say yes without first asking what it is they want. Jesus asked, what is it you want me to do for you? What do you want? Man, it's a loaded question. Ask any kid, and you'll get 5, 10, 15 answers like that. It's like asking, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? A loaded question. But Jesus asked it. Well, me and James here, we're thinking, we're thinking we'd like to sit at your left and your right hand in glory. And, and I love Jesus' answer. You don't know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Silly, naive schmucks. When I think of someone being on Jesus' left and right, I think of the thieves on the crosses to the left and right at Jesus' crucifixion. So when Jesus asks them about the cup and baptism, he's asking them if, if they can go through what he is going to go through. They think they can, and Jesus says You guys don't know what you're getting yourselves into. All they're thinking about is the prestige and honor, not the sacrifice, trials, and hardship that comes with it. I can relate to that. I'm sure we all can. I had a good job at a company, a good boss, and pretty good pay and benefits. I learned of a position at another company, and I wanted that position. I wanted to be the supervisor. Of that company. I wanted the business cards that said. Mark Manning. Supervisor. I wanted the big bucks that physician offered. I wanted, wanted that title and the big private office that came with it. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted. Jesus said. You don't know what you're asking. And I didn't. I didn't think about the. The hardship and grief. That I also got. Just like James and John. It was all about me. I called Shotgun. I wanted the seat of honor. I wanted the prestige of when people asked me what I did, I could say, I'm the supervisor at such and such a company. And I was glad to say that. For a few months. Then I slowly began to realize that all that prestige, the big office and the money, wasn't worth all the garbage I had to put up there. So after seven months of this, I called my old boss up and asked him if he had any openings. I wasn't looking for my old job. I was looking for any job. And surprise, he had an opening. It was as an inventory clerk. Less pay, lower level than what I was doing when I left, but I was happy. I called shotgun. I was in the front seat when I hit the metal dashboard. At least it knocked some sense into me. Now I'm going to be careful what you ask for. God just may give it to you. But that's not the end of the story with James and John. No, no, they went to Jesus on the side, behind the others' backs, and of course they were busted, just like when they were arguing about who is the greatest. We all know how quickly jealousy breaks out when a small group seems to have acquired a privilege that others couldn't share or, or didn't know about. We read in verse 41, When the two ten- heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Scripture doesn't say why they became indignant. Could be they were indignant because the audacity of the request. I can't believe they asked for the best seats. I lean toward maybe they were upset because James and John had called shotgun first. So, in response to all of this, Jesus calls all the disciples together and explains how life among them is to be lived. Whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant and he further qualifies his teachings by the example of his own person and work. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. John Brody, former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, uh, was being used by his football team to hold the ball for the kicker a sports reporter asked him why a million-dollar player like him should have to hold the ball for field goals and extra points after the touchdown. Well, said Brody, if I didn't, it would fall over. Brody understood that his value to the team was being there for the team. It was in holding the ball so it didn't fall over. It was in doing what needed to be done so the team could succeed. That's the type of person that Jesus is looking for. The true test of discipleship is found in the challenge to follow Jesus in his selfless suffering on behalf of others. Greatness, from God's point of view, is found in God-like graciousness, generosity, and service not in achieving positions of privilege and power that win the accolades of human culture. The disciples, and unfortunately we too, have an entirely different agenda. Jesus speaks of his cross and we think of ourselves. Somehow the, the message never seems to sink in. We've called shotgun, riding in the front seat, enjoying the view, but just like the disciples were blind. The greatest sacrifice was described to them and is described to us, and we've all missed the point. The point that Jesus is trying to make is that God calls us to give our lives in order to help others. And this is what ministry is all about. We are not here to be served. We are here to serve. I hope that you're so-calling shot then But someday soon, you too will hit the middle dashboard and learn that it isn't our agenda that we need to follow. The boss. Amen. Amen. This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. All right. It is now time for everybody's favorite, 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 favorite. Yeah. Or, or the service. That would be the... Again? I know. The announcements. Very good. The announcements. We got our... maybe we, uh... The full service today, so we have a you know, longer service, and we're starting to fade a little bit. <laughs> you, got, you got used to the shorter services. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> a new video for you. Hey. Hi, this is Gavin, and this is Marshall, oh. and there's uh, Bishop Mark, and uh, this is, hi, I'm Josh. And this is the first mile of the uh, walk-in to Alzheimer's, as you can see, we yeah, have the shirts. Uh, it's a charity event to uh, fundraise money to uh, better research and better medications for Alzheimer's. So yeah, it's a walk-in to Alzheimer's let's watch this for this time. Once you see this? this from last year. Now, from last year we watched in our neighborhoods, we didn't have all the big gathering or things. It was a little different. You can see kind of, you know, what kind of time we had. We had a good time. You know, it was a small group of us. You know, it and, and, and it some good. So far, it's speed. Yay! to Alzheimer's! I'm mm-hmm. sick! <laughs> Got this, uh... Yeah! Walked in! What is it? Walked in Alzheimer's. Yeah, indoors. the In We got like a, we're oh, with God. the last stretch yeah, right. of this grueling walk, but we did it. Such a, such a walk, but hey. Yeah. It's the longest day, as you can see. The longest day was the summer. Oh, it was what? two days. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I, I, that was my fault. No, it didn't. <laughs> hey, come check us out on the longest day in June of next year. What is the longest day longest for? Longest day is what we do is we choose something we do from sunup to sundown, and we get sponsors, sponsors for that. So it could be working out, could be walking, play music, reading, whatever. Fasting. Have a party, whatever. Fasting, something, right, something. anything. And we get, you get sponsors, sponsors, and all that money goes to help Alzheimer's. Yeah. It's, it's on the longest day of the year. I had no idea. Yeah. The summer solstice. Wow. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. We've been here for the last five years, huh? The last five years? This is our sixth. This is our sixth walk. We've, been, we've done the longest um, for uh, five And that, what, so, what, what establishment are we? Establishment of uh, church. Okay, thank you. go to So this year, year, this year, this year, this this year, When we walk around the neighborhood like that, it's cool. People saw us in our shirts, they wondered what we were doing, and they didn't realize what we were doing. We were a little bit of awareness, you know. Of course, supposed to Google Services with our sponsor. Lots of walking. So for the last five years, Dallas Universal Life Church has been coming out for this walk to uh, support Endalls, which is actually uh, in ending Alzheimer's and fundraising money to, for better treatments, for better research, you know, just for better everything so we can get a, a handle on this disease. Yeah! <laughs> ending Alzheimer's, one walk at a time. You no, I you did a great job. I didn't ask you to do it. I was supposed yeah. to go get out. I didn't do it. You, you, you kind of messed up. Raise yeah. money for the cure for Eight. Alzheimer's, which is a terrible yeah. disease that takes away the memories of our loved ones and every single thing that we ever cared about. Yeah. So I walked in, Alzheimer's. Got Bishop mark with Dallas USD. So, you know, I, I think, like I said, I think you did a great job. Uh, uh, that was the service I a did it to my, my grandmother who passed away in 2019 from Alzheimer's. Um, one of the reasons I walk. One of the reasons. There are many. That's just one of them. Um, join us. Come walk with us. Uh, you see, you know, we, we had a great time. And that's just part of it. Um, the, especially last year, there was a special moment where we, we stood on the corner of Greenville length. Rainbow Avenue and Lovers Lane in Dallas, and that's—it's that, it, not a it's, it's real, real busy each street, but it's pretty busy right there. Mm-hmm. And us, us guys, we circled up and we were able to you know, put our arms on each other's backs and, and just and pray right there on the street. And let me tell you something—that's that to me is, is still a, a, an amazing privilege to be happy but Most people in this world don't get. Mm-hmm. And it was very moving for me. I uh, didn't get it on video. We probably didn't even get it on video. That was a very special moment for all of us. Comments, sometimes, and special moments that you can have with us also. Come join us. Come walk with us, uh, uh, this year. Uh, let me just go through it real quickly here. I'm going to go through it every week because I want you to understand what's going on. I want you to see what you're getting into. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of raising more money and more it is for Alzheimer's. Here we go. Uh, on November 10th, 2021, we will have the annual, uh, walk to end Alzheimer's sleep over here at the church, okay? Doors will close at 10 p.m. We'll be here before 10 p.m., all right? But you won't get in. And there's no leaving after 10 p.m. until the next morning we'll leave for uh, City Hall. This will be uh November 11th at uh, 7 a.m. We'll leave no later than 7 a.m. for City Hall. Again, City Hall is where they're having it this year. That's where they had it the last couple of years before the COVID. Um, that's all pending. If anything changes, I'll let you know. It looks like it's going to be a go. Um, it's just a couple of weeks away now. I hope you're fundraising, Right. All right. Uh, registration is at 8 a.m., grouping ceremonies are at 9 a.m., and the walk begins at 9.30 a.m. By following the walk, we will all come back here, a regroup, uh, have a refreshment or so, and then, uh, come back tomorrow, the 12th, Sunday the 12th, for our preaching service. Okay? Sunday service preaching. sometimes let's kind of wrap it up and add ourselves to that. us back and, you know, do whatever else we can do Woo, Don. Alright, moving on. Let's get on past this. Oh, http colon forward slash forward slash, dot a l z dot o r g slash go to that's g-o-t-o slash dallas u-l-c Okay, that's how That's how you sign up. That's that's how you sign up. That's how you um, uh, also donate. If you want to donate to our team, Or well, they are to walk. Okay? Check it out. Look, at least we'll read our story on it. This is a great, great supplement about us and about why we're walking and everything else. And I think you might get to that. Check it out. Okay? All right. Pray at lsulc.com. Pray at lsulc.com. Do a prayer request? Did you see what that is? Okay. Here's Josh. We just saw him in the uh, video. Uh, he was he was uh uh emceeing uh, the Alzheimer's video last year, he's not coming. in a little bit late. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, let's see. We'll be right with you. All right. I'm sorry. Yes. All right. Prayerdlc dot com. Sorry about the interruption. you dot com a prayer requests. <laughs> <And> there's Dexter. <laughs> oh boy, the cameos today. Uh, you have a prayer request because I'm going to have some tonight. Pray at LCLC.com. Send us, at, uh, send us an email there and we would like to that for you. may notice, you can remain anonymous, use your name. You can ask that your prayers be you said during our daily prayers. We do pray every day here at LCLC Church. So you can ask that your prayers be said during service and session on Sundays. So, pray at LCLC.com. Donate. 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 Look, we are, uh, we, just straight up We are, we survive on your donations. We don't have any other form of income here. We are all volunteers here. I don't get like a salary. Nobody here does. Everybody's volunteer here. All the money that we make in tithing and donations goes directly back into the church and here our communities. Please, if you like what you're hearing here, if you like what you're seeing here, if you like a message we're sitting out, if you like where we're going, please consider donating to Dallas Universal Life Church. All you to go to dallasulc.com and click on Donate. We are a, a non-profit organization. We are a tax-free uh, organization. And we also um, can help you uh, get a, a tax, on your tax return because it's a, it's a, it's a write-off. Okay? So, dallasulc.com, click on Donate. That's all we've got. Look, COVID's killing us. We can literally, we are barely hanging on by a few things. Folks, we really need your help. At click on Donate. Now, there are people that say, you know, I don't, I don't have any money. I think, you know, I'm right there with you. I don't have any money either. Do what I do. Volunteer. There's always something to do here at the church. Always. Come in. If you haven't been, uh, if you haven't come in for a service, if you have just been watching us online or whatever, come on in. Come check out a service. Come see what it's like then, you know, talk to us. See if you're interested in volunteering here. We'll be glad to talk to you about it. You know, we'll see if it's the perfect fit or not. You know, there's always something to do here, and we like all new ideas that you come up with. It's great. There's always something to do. So, if you want to volunteer, DallasULC.com. Click on Volunteer. It's that simple. Or just see me. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. You got one of those, you want one of these. The feedback at DallasULC.com, that's your email address for compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Feedback at DallasULC.com. You know we have a podcast. podcast. We have a podcast. Can you believe it? I can't. Actually, I can't. I put it together a week Podcast. Podcast. Check it out. Every time I tell you this, this is every week. It's something different. I hear something different on the podcast than I do uh, just being here in service or, or actually watching it or I'm doing the editing or everything else. I hear something different. It's a little bit different. I hear a little bit different, different message. I get a little different perspective of things when we listen to our podcast. Go so check it out very simple. If you want to check out our podcast, you simply go to your favorite search engine and type in Your Path with Bishop Mark, Your Path with Bishop Mark. Or you can go and check out one of our lovely providers here that do host our services, our, our podcast services. And that's going to be Anchor by Spotify, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and TuneIn. Please go check us out here. Check out our podcast. I <risos> 20, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. And why was it 20 seconds? That's how long it takes you to wash, wash your hands that's how you do Okay. 20 seconds is the minimum amount of time it takes for you to do any good washing your hands. you're just going, you're just going to just to put your hands and washing out like so many people do, you're not washing your hands, you're just spreading the germs even more. You must wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds to kill the germs, especially the germs that cause COVID. Okay, look. This is pretty self-respect, folks, but apparently a few don't get it. 20 seconds is a minimum amount of time to wash your hands with soap and water. Then you dry them and use hand sanitizer if you can. Do not be touching everything. Put it up to your face. Keep your hands away from your face. Keep your hands away from other people's faces. Keep your hands away from other people. Okay. Wash your hands as often as you can. When you touch something, you wash your hands. When you pet the dog. When you pet uh, your neighbor. When you, when you clean the house. When you do the dishes. When you eat. When you prepare food. When you go to the bathroom. When you scratch your butt. I don't care. Wash your hands. Okay? This is one of the easiest ways to, to, to stop these sicknesses from getting around. Because this is how we spread it, right here. You know, grab this and grab that, put it in our mouth, get it give somebody else, touch their skin, and you've got their, their saliva on their hands, and then they, they wipe their butt and you can clean their hands, and they got the feces on their hands, and then you catch that to your mouth. Come on, folks. Wash your hands, please. I, 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 I. Wash your hands. It's that simple. Continue to use correct social distancing if you can. So you can, so you can. Wear a mask if you need to. And if you can, i I, I suggest it. And look, get vaccinated. Go get your vaccinations. Go get your boosters if you need them. Look, it's that simple, folks. God gave us ways to take care of this. Let's do it. It's that simple. Okay. Ending on that note. I'm almost angry because I see so many people not listening. I mean, they, and then they bitch you complained that somebody died. Well, mm-hmm. thank you.